0: We know these scriptures well of, um, you know, most of the offering scriptures we we hear many, many times. We hear it over and over again. So, um, so then there's a risk of it becoming familiar, and um, we don't hear it anymore because we've, hear, we've heard it so many times, okay? So, but, but I just want to ask you to hear this like you've never heard it before, okay? So I want to start in... 2 Corinthians 9, but I want to start in verse 8, and then then I want to continue from there. It says, God is able to make all grace come to you in abundance, so that you may always and under all circumstances, whatever the need, be self-sufficient. So there's a grace to flow in God's provision. So it's, it's a flow. It's a river. It goes out and it goes in. Okay? So as we give to contribute to, to where God leads us, we open up our hearts and we receive. So, but the, the grace of God is not only um, a pardon. The grace of God is something that enables you to do something. So, so and, and that's the point. Grace, uh, yes... And that's, well, more than mercy. Grace and mercy goes together. They're like like twins, okay? So grace, yes, grace does mean there's the pardon. But grace grace means God gives you what you do not deserve. And mercy means God doesn't give you what you deserve. So if we really want to go on what we deserve, we all deserve to be uh, financially, you know, poor. (laughs) If we go according to our... Um to our deeds and to what we deserve. But God's grace says, no, God will work something in you and through you that will provide for you. So by God's grace, He gives you something that you do not deserve, He gives it by His unmerited favor. Grace is God's unmerited favor. So He does not look at your merit, He does not look what you, at, at what you deserve, but God looks at who He is and what He wants you to have. He wants to give you a gift to walk in something. But the grace of God enables you, empowers you to do something the way God does it. So the grace of God empowers you to lay hands on the sick and the sick is healed. The grace of God empowers you to give, you to sow and you get a harvest, to give and you see God provide for you. The grace of God uh, it's the power behind the action. Okay? So we know the Holy Spirit is the helper. The paracletos, the helper. John chapter, if you read John 14, 15, and 16, he will send the comforter. Okay? So he's the comforter, the helper, the the go-between, the, go the stand-by, the advocate. Okay? So the helper. God's help is his grace. So when I Lay hands on the sick. God's help is His power flows through and heals the sick. I cannot heal the sick, but I can lay my hand on the sick. I cannot cause random events where people bless me with money. But I can give. And I can trust God to do the rest. So God's help is Him orchestrating everything according to His Word. When we operate according to His Word... We, um, we, he, his authority is, is in motion in our lives and the, the results follow. Okay, so I just want to read something out of Psalm 138. Verse 2 says, I will worship toward your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and your truth and faithfulness. For you have exalted above all else your name and your word... And you have magnified your word above all your name. So everything in the kingdom is governed by the word. Okay, And it's something that I heard years ago, but it's something that was brought to my attention again with uh, uh, Leslie Tron that posted something on Facebook. It blessed me so much. So he says, uh, he has exalted his name above all but he has exalted his word above his name. So the kingdom of God is not governed by the Spirit. The kingdom of God is not governed by his name. The kingdom of God is governed by the word. Okay? So, yes, his spirit and his name and his word is in agreement. (laughs) Make no mistake about that. But the word. So if we hear the word... And align ourselves to the word, do the word, we will see the results of the authority of God, the kingdom of God in every area of our life. So there is something like kingdom finances. And kingdom finances is simply this. God's kingdom, God's authority, God's word, what God says about what we're supposed to have, comes into action when we do things God's way and not our way. Okay? And God's way is simply this. We, in in an increasing way, uh, Yield to the law and start doing the law. Ach, yield to the Lord and start doing the work of the word. All right. Let me just um, say that right. <laughs> doing the law. Okay. I, my, it was in Psalm 119. Okay. So. All right. So we do the word. James chapter 1. Be a doer of the word and not only a hearer of it. Okay. If you don't do the word and you, a year only... You, it's like a heedless listener who forgets. You look into a mirror and you forget what you are like. But those who are uh, a doer of the Word, it's like someone who thoughtfully perseveres in looking into the mirror of the Word, and he sees himself. He sees who he truly, who he truly, truly are. So if you start doing the Word, um, if you start acting on it, you step into what the Word says. So the action, the faith action of doing the things of the word is important. That's how we will see the results of the kingdom. So the kingdom is governed by his word. Okay. So if we go back to Second Corinthians chapter 9. There's a very happy car outside. It's singing us a song. <laughs> car is singing praises to God. Okay. All right, so it says, God is able to make all grace and earthly blessings, says the Amplified, come to you in abundance, so that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need, be self-sufficient. Okay, so if we just rewind to verse 6, he says, remember this, he who sows sparingly and grudgingly will reap sparingly and grudgingly, he who sows generously that blessings may come to someone, also reap generously, generously and with blessings. Let each one give as he has made up his own mind and purposed in his heart, not reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion. For God loves, he takes pleasure in prizes above other things and is unwilling to abandon or to do without a cheerful joy, uh, joyous promptitude to do it, giver whose heart is in his giving. So when we go over and surrender to the word and do the action, the grace is there to, behind the action to support the action. And the grace, the power of God comes through. Now he says, verse 9, it is written, he, 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 the benevolent person, scatters abroad. He gives to the poor his deeds of justice and goodness and kindness and benevolence will go on and endure forever. And God, who provides seed for the sower and bread for eating, will also provide and multiply your resources for sowing and increase the fruits of your righteousness, which manifests itself in active kindness Uh, goodness, kindness, and charity. Thus, you will be enriched in all things. So you're enriched not only in finances, but in other things also, okay? And in every way, so that you can be generous and your generosity as it is administered by us will bring forth thanksgiving to God, okay? So people, for some reason, people want to exalt not having enough, for some reason, Uh, And and people call that holy. So if that's holy, then all the places where people suffer the most in poverty um, is the most holy places on earth. And that is not true. Okay? So um, most of the time, that is where all kinds of strange things are worshipped, all kinds of strange spirits are called into action, you know. But the place where... Where God has moved for a while, there's prosperity. After the Reformation came the Renaissance. So God moved. Then there came a revival in knowledge, in all the arts and in the sciences. And the product of that is the wealth of Western civilization. Everywhere where there was a revival there was prosperity everywhere. There was a revival. How many revivals in, in the United States? It's a prosperous country. Revival upon revival in the UK. It's a prosperous country. Okay? So where there were no revivals, it just goes down. Okay? So you can, you can watch. There's so much happening in the underground church in China. Okay? And the, that place... Is, has no choice but to prosper in generations to come, okay, because the Spirit of God is moving there, and whatever is there that is not of God, that is in, in government there, is going to be removed, as in any place, if there's people for generations serving God, the light will shine brighter and brighter, and not dimmer and dimmer, okay, so it will be interesting to see what the landscape looked like in about 50 years' time, but, um... But it, there will be a change because of the gospel preached in certain nations. Okay? All right. So, um, so what I want to say is God gives us grace in order to give. God multiplies our resources for sowing and increases the fruits of our righteousness. All right. Amen.